Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. And you know why we are going to have a great show for you today, folks? Let me tell let me adjust some volume. It's a kind of a real loud and based on the leveling. So I've reduced the leveling some. Let's see how that goes. Guys, let me know if the leveling is about what you like it to be. Make sure that I am not overrunning anyone of you here and let me make sure that I get all the feedback controls taken care of and I think you know what folks I think we have got the feedback control under control I think I think I think I think I think tell me if the sound is just fine with you guys right now let me go ahead and put that back up anyway we're gonna have a great show for you today uh, before I get any further, I want you guys to comment on the leveling, on the sound, because we have some new stuff here. Is the sound leveled? Is the sound leveled to your satisfaction? Let us know. Let us know if the sound is leveled to your satisfaction. Okay, Bridge, I think I just went ahead and lowered the mainstream volume. Please let me know if you have noticed the mainstream volume lowered or not. I got the code down. Anyhow first mention today is for us to all sing hallelujah hallelujah bridge mcp is back with us bridge mcp welcome back to politics done right bridge mcp suffered a few issues that we spoke about i told you guys earlier a few a uh, few days ago actually a couple of weeks ago but anyway she is back with us today thank you so kindly for being here alistair waters welcome aboard of course we also have of course melanie keelan welcome aboard we have avq Michael Rodden, welcome aboard. We're going to have a great show for you today. An important show, a lot of ad-lib that I have to do on inflation because I am going crazy, crazy, crazy. We're going to talk some economics in a way that everybody understands. Hear me again. I want you to stay with me. You guys have to go out there and be ambassadors to reality, ambassadors to the truth, ambassadors to those missed, to, to dispel the misinformation that's going out there that will allow these plutocrats, that will allow these neoliberals, that would allow the Republicans and complicit Democrats to change our economic system in such a match, change it away from the changes we've all voted for, for the changes that we want. So please, I ask you, I implore you, share. If you if people are not on yet, get them to come on. We need people to hear what I'm going to talk about today on inflation because they're going to be hearing stories. And these stories that they're going to be hearing are not going to be truthful. These stories that they're going to be hearing are going to be the Milton Friedman, big, uh, the, the Chicago Boys type, uh, capitalist type policies, not free enterprise, but one that maims. So please, folks, get people on board. Tell them, let's go ahead and listen to this stuff today. This is some, an important topic that I'm going to be covering, and I really need as many people to hear it both live and afterwards. Of course, we're going to distribute it in, uh, very well afterwards, but man, I want people to be hearing this. I want people to be hearing this now. Anyway, from Michael Rudnin, how bad is the Western drought? Worst in 12th century studies find. The last time this happened to indigenous peoples, entire cities were abandoned. From the article, depleting water supplies. The world's glaciers may contain less water than previously believed, suggesting that fresh water supplies could peak sooner than anticipated for millions of people worldwide who depend on 
glacial melt for drink, water, crop irrigation, and everyday use. Measuring emissions from space, a European satellite reveals sites in the United States, Russia, Central Asia, and elsewhere that are ultra emitters of methane, a potent planet warming gas. Second item, the inside story of banning of mouse, it's dumber than you think. The decision of the Board of Education of McKinnon County, located in southeastern part of Tennessee, generated headlines. Mouse was the anchor text for an eighth grade module on the Holocaust and the reason for knocking it out of the curriculum was that the book included a few cuss words. As one county school board put it, member put it, and depicts illustrated animal, animal nudity. The offending phraseology was bitch and goddamn. Of course, it's ridiculous to object to an account of the mass murder of 6 million Jews and millions of others because of salty language and animal nudity. But that's what's happening. So wait a minute. What about Huckleberry Finn and the kind of words they use in Huckleberry Finn? Should that get it banned? Your thoughts? I'll be happy to hear your thoughts. Michael Rodden also says, Bernie Sanders endorses Jessica Cisneros. Oh, she got I didn't. I didn't read it yet. Jessica is in a county, a few counties down from, a few districts down from ours, over uh, over sitting Democratic lawmaker. He's, he's actually being... Uh, checked out by the FBI. Jessica knows that real change comes from the bottom on up, not the top on down. Bernie Sanders said in a statement, she will fight for the working class in Congress and together we'll build a movement to transform the nation. I'm going to try to get Jessica on. I'd spoken to her once before. I'll try to get her on. When you have an establishment Democrat who stands against the Green New Deal, against Medicare for All, and against union organizations, it's time to primary them. Amen. Thank you, Bernie, and thank you for getting Jessica that 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 kudos. Jessica should win that primary. All right, let's see what else we got. Bridge MCP is back, girl. Love to see you back. Uh, Bridge says a judge ruled that a libel lawsuit from Alaska Governor Sarah Palin filed against the New York Times over a 2017 editorial should be thrown out because her lawyers failed to produce evidence that the newspaper knew that it, what it wrote about her was false or acted recklessly towards indications it was false. Alistair Waters, greetings to salutations to the family. Thank you, Alistair. Uh, let's see what else we got. Melanie Keaton, welcome aboard. Uh, let's see who else. Alistair says, sounds good on YouTube. Bridge says she noticed I lowered the temperature. Bridge MCP, thanks, Egberto. Tiala Wilson, how you doing, my dear friend? I hope I am not ignored to the same caliber that I was yesterday. Tiala Wilson, Tiala Wilson. I never ignore anyone, period. Maybe you were on YouTube and YouTube has a way of censoring for me. I don't have control over that. I never, ever ignore my peeps. And you are one of our peeps here, Tiola. So please, don't sit back there. If, if, you, if for some reason you thought you were ignored, remember, info at, uh, info at politicsdoneright.com. You drop me a line. Again, no one's perfect. I probably just slipped it if it showed up, but more than likely, it didn't show up. So, Tiala, you drop a line whenever you think you're ignored. You'll never be. All right, let's see what else we got here. Michael Rodden says, I'm never around on weekend shows, yet get ignored too. But, oh, weekend. <laughs> Is that what it was, a weekend show? Here's the deal, Tiala. The weekend shows are pre-aired. And it's funny because um, Bridge MCP a few weeks ago said, Egberto, whenever you are putting those uh, rebroadcast shows on, please remember to let people know it's rebroadcast. My apologies, Tiala Wilson. It was a rebroadcast, so it was done automatically live. Okay? Sorry about that, young lady. 
All right, let's see. Let's see. Eric Hay says, well, Durham finds more than and looks like Dems did the spy and not the other way around. Sadly, you won't have accountability with current administration in power. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Alice Sotiala, nothing but love and respect. Bridge MCP says, Melanie, if we can't see your comments. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Jake, the man, rips Biden from Eric Hayes. Jake, the man, rips Biden of his failures via, visa via Afghanistan withdrawals and not knowing about his military personnel. I saw that from Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper sometimes can be a blowhard. I wish he blew that hard. And by the way, I don't disagree that he, he, he you know, he needed to be hard on, on Biden. But I tell you where I disagree. I wish he was that hard on all the rest as well. Okay, he wasn't. Eric Hayes said, questions, are you in favor of this government shutdown of peace protests? Trudeau supports violence and mayhem of 2020, but not, oh God, I, I, I like the way you guys spin fallacies, right? All right, let's see, Bree says from YouTube, Melanie Keelan, hi Tiala, I saw you yesterday. Uh, Peggy Lopez says, hi y'all, Huckleberry Finn was a banned book when I was a kid because of the language and the friendship between Huck and Jim. <laughs> was a little too steam, right? Okay, Nanette Bird-Smith says, hi, y'all. Hey, Nanette, welcome aboard the train. We have a lot to talk about today. Stick with me. Bring more people in. We're going to have some important subjects to talk. YouTube auto-deletes comments with links. This is one of the reasons I watch video on Twitch, commentary on FB and Twitch. Erica Hayes says, Tiala, Wilson, it could have been a replay. Thank you for reminding me to remind her about that, Eric Brother Hayes. Uh, Tiala sends us all some love. Anyway. Today we're gonna to be talking inflation. And I'm gonna start with something that occurred yesterday. And I want you to listen, it's about a three, four minute piece. Uh, I want to, it, it happened on this week, okay? I want you to listen to it and then we will take off from there. Because I am upset at what's being spun, but deep, deeper, I am upset that even Facebook are not allowing the true expression of reality on inflation to occur because they are allowing the fact checkers to be plutocratically driven. But let's go ahead and play this and then we'll take it on the other side. I want to move on to inflation. Don, you know, watching the Democrats, watching President Biden, first inflation was transitory. Now it's it, it seems like it's here to stay at least for for a while. And it doesn't appear the Democrats have an answer beyond build back better. Uh, first of all, Inflation is a global problem, and it's and it's also a problem that I think the president is rightfully addressing with the supply ch uh, ch uh, chain issue. He's also addressing it uh, with every tool at his disposal to try to work with corporations to lower the the prices of fuel at the gas pump, and also to ensure that we have you know our food supplies uh, in stock. This is a global problem that was exposed during the pandemic. And the fact is, is I think the president is going to work extremely hard to try to get more legislation on the book that will try to reduce some of these costs. But we got to, there's another bigger story here, and that is the economy is doing well, but inflation is eating at all of us. George, look, it, it, let's start with the gas pumps. If President Biden would put aside his environmental agenda for a moment, if he wants to deal with inflation, I spoke to the governor of North Dakota two weeks ago. He is being forced by the Biden administration to keep 500,000 barrels of oil a day in the ground in North Dakota. If those 500,000 barrels of oil a day were allowed to be produced, two things would happen. It would help the price on gas. And two, we wouldn't have Joe Biden begging OPEC 
to increase. Look, if you're worried about global warming, you say, I want to keep the oil in the ground. Whether the oil comes out of the ground in Saudi Arabia or North Dakota, it has the same effect on global warming. But Joe Biden don't want to do that inside America. He'd be an hypocrite about it. Let North Dakota, let Pennsylvania, let Texas reach their quotas and have a greater supply. And I don't know, Donna, I took basic economics in college. Greater supply deals with this demand we have and will lower prices. That is basic economics, Governor. You're right about that. And we all know that inflation has been caused by the global economy shutting down all at once, reopening all at once. And the fact of the matter is, as Donna said, that the U.S. economy is recovering at a far faster pace than any other country in the OECD. That, that, is, that is an absolute fact. On your, your, what you just said about uh, oil, this is not a choice between inflation and, and, uh, and climate and, and environmentalism. It just isn't. Strategic reserves have been released and steps have been taken to mitigate some of these costs. And we also appreciate that there are some, some real legitimate limitations to what the President of the United States and Congress can do in this moment. However, they have to think long-term in the future and bringing down costs. Don was right that some elements in BBB will certainly bring down family care costs and pharmaceutical costs and energy costs as well and, sh- and should be passed. But let's talk about what Republicans are doing. The 2008 uh, Trump tax cut, for instance, 18. In, in 2018, incentivized corporations to move jobs overseas, to move industry overseas in a way that has blocked up supplies here in the U.S. now today. That's contributed to the inflation it's, it's true, Governor. It's, it's actually the case. What's going to drive this midterm elections when we look back on it is the labor shortages caused by women, caused by schools, and they're going to hold Democrats responsible not, for that. Sarah's completely right that the, the, the circumstances for women uh, in this economy absolutely driving some of the challenges that we have uh, in the workforce. Democrats clearly have a solution uh, around some of the care economy proposals that uh, Biden and... They're Nancy not Pelosi standing up under. to the teachers' union. Um, That's what would help a lot. Is having women having Sarah, regular Sarah, education Sarah, that's pretty myopic. This is, a, this is this has almost literally nothing to do the with the fight with the teachers' union right now. Are necessary. Wait, we, had, are necessary. We, had these, we had these challenges around women in the economy and the care economy before the pandemic, and there are pers- not nearly at this. And there's level. another bill on Capitol Hill, the American Competitive Act. Yeah. Uh, the speaker spoke to it earlier today. That would also reduce prices and give Americans more relief. The fact is, we got to start producing things at home. We have a supply uh, chain problem because, well, as Patrick mentioned, the 2018 Trump tax cuts, which incentivize people look, look, to, to, to offshore I, many of our products. Got- Absolutely. So any, anyhow, there are several subjects in this piece that we're going to that we're going to have to cover in more detail. But what I liked about it is when I decided that I was going to talk about inflation solely today or mostly today, I, I didn't think I was going to have a piece to play from this week that was so materially relevant. So I want to talk about three pieces that, that that's mentioned here, and then we'll expand on them. Numero uno is that this problem was caused by neoliberal Republican policies. How is that the case? When we gave those huge tax cuts, we further eroded the, the, the we further eroded manufacturing in the United States and allowed for further off source and not just that that's been going on for a while but this exacerbated the problem numero dos they spoke about not making things here now that they've thrown all that manufacturing overseas they're now begging the government for welfare to allow the corporate welfare to bring manufacturing back to the united states and thirdly the monopolistic 
thing that's occurring, the monopolistic policies that's occurring within our current economic system, where capitalism by design gets rid of one's competition. Because if you have a mantra that says uh, that your sole responsibility is to, the, to maximize the profits of the shareholders, eventually you must eat your competition. And when you eat your competition, that becomes monopoly. If you pass, well, we'll discuss that further later. So it is important for us to understand exactly what that clip had to say. I hope you do. I am sure you will after the show today. But before we actually get into the, the, the inflation part of the show, I want to correct something because brother, my, my brother Lee Grant uh, must not have heard our story earlier today. Anyway, Yvette Avery Herod, my union ex expert, how are you doing today? Welcome to Politics of Grant. Lee Grant, welcome to Politics Done Right. E2247, as usual, with a lot of info here at Politics Done Right. Uh, let's go ahead and clear up brother Grant's issue. Brother Grant says the following. Hi, all. He just made it to the show. And how did he start the show? He says, was Biden's crack pipe subsidy issue resolved? And then if that wasn't enough, he, Brother Lee Grant later says, what's the difference between supplying clean needles and clean crack pipes? Okay, let me give you Joy Ann's response to that. Because the pettiness, the childishness of that particular issue that went throughout the right-wing media, and even El Señor Rubio, Marco Rubio, even picked it up himself to show how shallow these Republican politicians are. Let's go ahead and give it to La Señorita Joy Ann Reed. Yesterday, Eric Hayes brought up something about, you know, um, pipes. Crack pipes, and I know it, I know it was silly, okay, and I know it was the right wing media trying to instigate something because no 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 president is going to do such a thing. But yesterday, in, in watching it, I was watching Joy and Reed, and I said, ah, oh, that's what Eric was talking about. So let's just put what let's put what Eric was speaking about about crack pipes and Biden into context. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Okay, how many of y'all remember the classic comedy Friday, co-starring the late great comedian Anthony A.J. Johnson, in which he plays Ezel, whose vice in 1990s Los Angeles is crack. Crack is whack. Well, there is a bizarre and viral new lie ripping through the interwebs right now, claiming that the, the Biden administration is supposedly spending 30 million of your tax dollars on crack pipes. Crack pipes. Come on now. Joe Biden. This Joe Biden. Dealing from 1600 PA? Y'all know that is absolutely not happening in all of America and God, right? But before you could say the shade room, which later posted a correction, this lie, which was launched on conservative sites, had spread all over the web and social media, including on sites frequented by black and younger readers. Huh, wonder why? Wonder what's behind a strategy associating Joe Biden with crack. Even Republican electeds like Marco Rubio joined it. Well, please take a moment to call Uncle Roscoe or your ornery cousin to the screen for just a second, because these are the facts. There is a drug abuse and overdose crisis in America, and not just crack, also cocaine, heroin, meth, hey, rural America, and prescription drugs, too. Ever since the 1990s, the federal government has offered harm reduction tools to try to minimize the risks. That includes <coughs> safe smoking kits, which contain materials to help prevent disease transmission. But the Biden version? Do not contain crack pipes. 
Do not. Because that would be dumb. And probably illegal, too. The goal is to save lives, not get people to start using drugs. Now, be blessed and go back to reading Facebook and Instagram for fun and not the news. So I hope, Eric, you stand corrected on, and, and maybe you should atone. Maybe you should come and say, I am so sorry for trying to stamp that onto Brother Biden. All right. So as you can see, it is false. Then, of course, we have Grant says, Snopes, a liberal fact-checking site, was mocked by critics this week for raving reporting on the uh, alleged funding of crack pipe distribution uses mostly false, while also admitting that safer smoking kits were required to be distributed as part of a Department of Health and Human Services grant. Why would you be mocked? They're not giving out crack pipes. And not only that, let's, let, let, let's get some intelligence into here. If there are junkies that are going to use, let's say, cocaine or some injectables, no matter what, okay? Now, if they're going to pick up dirty needles, no matter what, and that is going to put them at risk of also getting AIDS and many other communicable diseases. Uh, we know we're not going to stop them on the fly to stop taking drugs, but what we can do is have needles that won't give them yet another disease. Wouldn't that, for the people who believe in life, for those people who call themselves pro-life, isn't that something you would want to do? To make sure that you don't further injure your fellow man? You know, it's amazing, right? Because again, like I told Eric and others many times, what happens is the right makes you dumber. The right-wing media machine makes you dumber. They require you. It is necessary for you to be dumb to follow right-wing policies. So therefore, they have to do it in a two-step process. We first make you dumb by creating all kinds of things, uh, rabbit holes to go under. And when you go under that rabbit hole, you've been successfully converted to not that you're a dumb person, but that you have become dumb from what they've taught you. Okay. Let's get back to inflation. I want to first start with inflation, and, and this is going to be story time. And it's important that you understand the story. Inflation. Inflation is a very simple thing. It is that you have a product that you paid one price for in the beginning, and later on, the price of that product goes up. That is inflation. Nothing more, nothing less. You have a product, it increases in price, that's inflation. By the way, there is also something known as deflation. In other words, you have a product, that product drops in price, that product has deflated in price, that's deflation. There's, a, there's an economic way to determine what deflation is, and that is when it substantially falls in price, and inflation as well as when it substantially increases in price. Okay? So now... We just came out of a massive pandemic where what we had many times was deflation. In fact, let me give some examples. There was so much oil on the market not being able to be stored anywhere or pumped that what occurred is the companies who were make, pumping the oil had to pay people to take the oil. So in effect, Oil fell below zero. That's how crazy the economic system operates, right? Now, remember, so there was a lot of oil 
that was given away. In fact, there are a lot of places that had to pay, the, the, oil, the oil producer had to pay somebody to take the oil. That's one part of the story. Let's continue the story now. That was during the heights of the pandemic when everything came to a standstill. And that is why uh, Republicans were saying, let's risk people dying because we don't want oil accumulating. So let them die. They didn't say it quite like that, but that's what would have happened. But anyhow, so that's gone. Now, there are a lot of things that occurred similarly, not that they had to pay for the price, but because there was so little demand for these products that what occurred is to, to get them out. In other words, if you have a whole lot of bread on the shelf and a lot of people not buying the bread, well, bread would always leave the shelf. But if you have a whole lot of knickknacks on the shelf that people normally eat or whatever that's perishable, you need to get rid of them quickly so the price falls so that people would just buy them up. That's what occurred also. But you know what happens? All these, all these capitalists who have sold their stuff, not only capitalists, also some free enterprisers who've sold their stuff, they want to make up as much money as they can as quickly as possible. Well, people have money in their pockets now because, again, they weren't spending all this money. And when they go to buy the, the these objects now, so let's say they had a lot of Twinkies. I don't know if they still sell Twinkies, but let's say they had a lot of Twinkies. They went ahead and sold the Twinkies that used to cost a dollar. They sold it for 50 cents to get rid of it. And now that we're coming back, a lot of these places would say, ah, People want their Twinkies again. I'll charge now one fifty for it. But if you average out that you had dumped a whole lot of Twinkies at a very low price, and you have a lot of Twinkies on a new price, it averages out, right? Because there's no real inflation there. There was no real shortage. Again, let me let me qualify something. For there to be real inflation, you have to have shortages shortages mean that more people are trying to get eggs than you can produce more people are trying to get oil than you can produce more people trying to get all these things than you can produce so what we have in america today and around the world are spot shortages on particular items but for this discussion what i want to do is isolate america we can't look at america in, a, in, in isolatedly but i will for this particular discussion because it it happens to do with policies that we have instituted and others have followed so good let's start with with things like agriculture did the cows go away no did the grass stop growing no did the corn stop growing that feeds the cows the grass that feeds the milk cows and all of that, all of that continued to grow unabatedly. We did have some issues with, again, caused by immigration, etc., where, where some farmers couldn't, you know, didn't bring in their, their people to take, pick the peaches and all these other fruits. So there were some spot shortages because of not, you know, we had a stupid immigration the right wing was fighting. They don't want those brown people over here. Those brown people that pick the fruit, those brown people that make sure the fruit can be picked at an economic wage, I mean, at an economic price so that the price of the fruit is not expensive in the grocery stores. They didn't want that. So the same, remember what I, the title of the show, neoliberal Republican policies make is what created inflation. They didn't want those brown people over here who would have made those products cheaper, right? 
Okay, let's continue. But I'm, I'm back to all these products. Grass and all of that continued to grow. Corn and all of that continued to grow. Now, what are the things that created problems as far as the real inflationary things? What, where, where does real inflation come in? Is real inflation on cars real? Absolutely real. Is real inflation on microprocessors for certain products real? Absolutely real. So wait a minute. What did the government do? What did Biden do to cause that? Oh, let me think for a second. Let me think for a second. Let me think for a second. Nada. Niet. Nothing. Let me tell you what occurred, though. Because this is very important for all of you to understand. We decided as a country, with the, with the, with, from starting with the Reagan administration, uh, big tax cuts and, and, and giving breaks to those who offshore uh, to manufacture overseas because they didn't want to pay the American citizen a living wage. While you can pay somebody in Vietnam a dollar, you have to pay them $10 here. So your corporations in your capitalist society that you want to revere these great people that care about Americans, they didn't want to pay you. These capitalists did not want to pay you. They said, I'm not going to pay that sucker in Ohio. I'm not going to pay that sucker in Alabama. I'm not going to pay that sucker in Louisiana any money. I can simply take my money overseas. And when Donald Trump comes in, Donald Trump says, I'll make it even easier for you. I'll give you a tax break. And you can take that tax break and buy back your stock. And instead of investing here... You just go ahead and overseas it to Vietnam, China, and all these other places. You can go ahead and put your business over there, and you put Americans out of work. And, but it also comes with another drawback that is inflationary. Okay. Making the product over there and the shipping, making the product over there so cheap that even including the shipping costs made these products come back to the United States cheaper. But still, with a big profit margin for the capitalists who did it. All right? For the capitalists who did it? Oh, great. Now, they got caught. Earlier on, I told you guys that it is the private sector that is responsible entirely. You know, some, there, there's a fact check that, um, that came on, on, on something that one of our uh, writers at Coffee Party got posted for. He said this, and the fact checkers at Coffee at uh, at Facebook said, "Oh no, it's 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 the uh, easy money that Biden gave out that caused the inflation." BS, complete BS. You cannot have inflation unless you have a shortage. And the grass kept growing, the corn kept growing, and the milk kept coming, and the eggs kept coming. Okay. They chose to raise the prices of your eggs without having a shortage. They chose to raise the prices of meat without having a shortage. And why could they do that? It's a consortium of monopolies. And how does that work? In a capitalist society, the monopolies can be formed because their sole responsibility is not to you but to their shareholders. That's why I tell you it's a corrupt system. It is a system that is there to take everything away from you. And when you have people in this, in, in this environment, 
that are trying to defend uh, that defend the capitalists and go against Biden or whatever. And Biden is a neoliberal himself, but it's just that the left wing has him in check. Okay, so let's continue. Let's continue. So therefore, now, they exported all these jobs to build chips and all that overseas. Well, guess what? China is not America. Okay, China is not America. When, the, when these diseases went to China, China said, okay, we're just shutting the city down. So when they shut down a city, all manufacturing and everything in that city goes away. That means that if you have a process which the private sector again instituted called just-in-time inventory, which says we are not going to maintain inventory, we're not going to build anything in the United States, which means our products, our supplies are close to us. And not only are we not going to build anything in the United States, we're not going to keep supplies in the United States. We'll just make sure that when that ship comes in with the products, it is ready to put into the equipment right away. It's called just-in-time inventory. So that's what they instituted. The private sector did it because they were greedy. They wanted efficiency. But when you have too much efficiency, right, you have no slack. And when China shuts down a city for a month, and can't manufacture for a month, and that's where our supplies are coming from, we lose an entire supply chain coming into our country. So when you hear the supply chain, it's not the Biden administration that is creating that supply backlog. It is the private sector who screwed up in forecasts, who screwed up in not allowing the possibility that a ship may sink that a ship may be blown up, or that somehow something would go wrong. Remember, remember, all of this is done by the private sector, not by government. So people now say, well, inflation goes up because there are a lot more people that are willing to buy stuff. That's true. There's a lot more people with money in their pockets because we finally did something important. We took kids out of poverty with the, uh, not with Build Back Better, we're still trying to pass that, but with the American Rescue Plan. Biden passes the American Rescue Plan, told $300 per kid into families that need it. They can now buy things they couldn't otherwise buy. And does that mean there's more demand? Yes. Does that mean that demand is inflationary? Not necessarily. It could be, but not necessarily. Was it really inflationary? No. Here is what happens. They have a monopoly on everything, and they decide after the, after the pandemic shuts down a whole lot of businesses, the big ones come back, and they have something that you hear me talk about a whole lot, pricing power. This pricing power does not, or rather, this inflationary problem does not come from government putting more money into the hands of people who need to have that money. It comes from those with pricing power. It comes from those who are neoliberal, who in instituted failed private sector policies, and those who offshored your jobs and decided not to pay you. Okay, so all of you, my right wing brothers and sisters in here who are trying some way to hit Biden, who is trying, who are trying some way to defend the plutocracy, the oligarchy, the capitalists. Remember, they're screwing you, too. In fact, they're screwing you much more so than they're screwing 
liberals and progressives because progressives and liberals on the east coast in generally in general they do much better than my rural brothers and sisters because the rural brothers and sisters continue to be screwed by their own their 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 governors their uh aldermans their uh, uh representatives continue to screw them that is why their hospitals are closing because let's give a texas as an example there's this stuff called the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act. If Texas would just accept that, uh, hospitals that are closing in Brenham, Texas, in, 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 in uh, Yoakum, Texas, in all these other parts of Texas, little country towns in Texas, all those hospitals would have a source of income to remain alive, to remain afloat. But all the policies supported by Republicans are for a few. And they fool you into saying, oh, they want abortion. Oh, they want all these social issues. They want you to get pissed about it. Those brown people are going to take my, my white brother's jobs away. They want you to believe all that crap so that you don't keep your eye on the ball. Inflation is, it's, listen to Eric, it's blinflation. And you know, the mindset that refuses to accept reality, intellectual reality, is something we must work against. So again, continuing the story, continuing what, what occurred. So we get all of these uh, microchips that now cannot come over here, right? Because of the pandemic overseas and we have the backlog, so they have to bring it in. And now they're fighting like crazy to get the, the supply chain going. And, 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 and the, the right and the private sector, not the private sector, but the capitalists would want you to believe it's a Biden problem. Biden is not doing his job. It's not his job to do. If he tried to do that job outside of a pandemic, the first thing you would hear, socialism. He's trying to control the private means of production. Hell, in a lot of ways, I think he should in the healthcare industry, etc. But, but, here is the kicker. And this is a fault now of both Democrats and Republicans because there is a bill in Congress now. You know, all these manufacturing that is occurring overseas, right? Intel building plants over there, all that kind of stuff. Now Intel and all these guys see the waywardness of their being. It sees the incompetence of what they do, the, what greed has caused. So they decide they're going to start building in America again. But to build in America again, what do they want? They want you, my dear brothers and sisters. After they have reaped the rewards of offshoring, after they've, they've reaped billions of dollars, billions upon billions upon billions of dollars they've reaped to build overseas and the profits they brought from making those chips overseas, the profit they brought from making all those products overseas because they didn't want to pay Americans. They did not want to pay you in red states. They didn't want to pay you in blue states. They just didn't want to pay you. They didn't want to pay your health care. They didn't want to pay anything. They didn't want to pay taxes to educate you. They just wanted you as an indentured servant, your slave. When I, many of you had gotten mad when I called you an indentured servant, me an indentured servant. When I spoke about a capitalism is nothing but antiseptic slavery. When it, 
you know, the slave, you had to, the slave was property. You had to clothe the slave. You had to feed the slave. You had to make sure that slave didn't die. The only time you kill the slave, if that slave became a cancer to the slave methodology, right? You wanted to make an example out of an errant slave to make sure that others don't follow, which would pollute the entire slave pool, right? So, capitalism in the new form has a better form of slavery. 20% of the people will do fine. And 20% of, of 330 million people is a lot, a lot of people. That's a ton of people. I mean, you're talking about 100 million people doing fine. Doing fine. So please, I implore you, share this and understand what we are saying. The inflation is not real. The inflation is created on most products. There's no real inflation on meat. There's no real inflation on eggs. There's no real inflation on, 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 on tomatoes, on lettuce, all of that stuff that you're paying a lot for. It's because they have pricing power. Pricing power. Remember that. And we are all working for a corporation. If you are not that 20% that is a management that has the high price uh, salaries, etc., you are but slaves to that corporation who at any time they can say, c'est la vie. And you know what? Because you're not property, they don't care. They don't have to feed you. They don't have to clothe you. They don't have to make sure you stay alive. They don't have to make sure you're healthy. Capitalism is the most efficient form of slavery. I repeat Capitalism is the most efficient form of slavery. And anybody wants to debate that with me, I am willing to take on that debate. So remember that phrase, capitalism is the most efficient form of slavery. Thank you, Bridge MCP, for reminding me that I need to do my ass. Folks, if you are on YouTube right now, I ask you to support us dearly. Click that join button. We need hundreds of supporters at those little dollar uh, rates to continue and to allow us to do what we're doing here. We're really here not to lie, just to tell the truth and educate. That is our main purpose here, to open people's eyes to what's really happening, to uh, let them not follow what they're hearing on MSNBC. Oh, inflation, it, the inflation. What is the Biden administration going to do about inflation? He cannot do a damn thing about it. What The only thing he can do about it is to go ahead and clamp down on a capitalist nature of the evil within. Let's remember that. It's so important. So by the way, folks, please go ahead and click that join button if you are on YouTube. If you are not on YouTube, please go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube and become a member. politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Maybe sometime I'll be able to, whoops, uh, I need to get rid of that. Uh, let me click on here and say copy. Yeah, please go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Alternatively, we also need patrons. We get our we get funded through Patreon, PayPal, and YouTube, and of course our store and books. These are the different forms that we try to recover our costs, try to make this a, a able to do it. Uh, please go ahead and go to politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon to support us on Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And of course, the preferred method, politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal, 
politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. Everybody knows how to pay PayPal. You can actually go to our store. We have some new products at our store, politicsdoneright.com slash store, politicsdoneright.com slash store. And let me go ahead and play uh, the ad, the, the, the promo for our books, and then we'll come and I'll start an answering your questions, etc., etc., etc. And if there's anything I need to expand or you want me to promote, uh, kind of have some more about this tomorrow, we'll do that as well. But check this out for my books. I'm Egberto Willis, as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Networks, KPFT 90.1 FM Houston, that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom to Describe the Entire Economy in a Manner We Can All Understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, Take It to the Next Level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, how to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It, gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. Absolutely. So, folks, again, to get that, um, to go ahead and get that, just go to politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books. Let me go ahead and stick that link in there again, politicsandright.com. Oh, I don't think I put it in there before. All right. You can just go to politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books. And by the way, the place that you can find all the different ways that you can support Politics Done Right, just go to politicsdoneright.com slash support, politicsdoneright.com slash support. All right, let me jump up to the top of this line and start answering. Well, actually, I tell you what I'm going to do, guys. I'm going to, so that I don't miss anything, I'm going to start from the bottom and go up with the with the questions or statements. We have the duck that quack says, Zuckerberg needs two billion taught a lesson for his transgressions. Yeah, and remember what I told you, no billionaire, zero billionaire are worth the billions that they have. I will discuss that with anybody who wants to know the numbers. Uh, the, let me tell you again. This hey, thank you, Bridge MCP. Cause I've missed you guys and glad to be back. G Bridge MCP just gave us a great super chat for twenty bente dollars, twenty dollars. Thank you so kindly, Bridge MCP, for your kind donation to the politics done right. Um, let's see. AVQ says the duck that or rather the. Like Egberto show is pretty much the only time I use Facebook now. Ha! Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Zuckerberg needs to be taught. I said that one already. Uh, let's see what else we got here. What else we got here? We have uh, Tom C says, instead of welfare and government dependency, we have corporate welfare and dependence on plutocrats and their monopolies. Corporations are, again, corporations are, uh, of it, I, I lost my trend of thought. Their corporations are making record profits while raising prices and causing inflation. You know, I wrote that. I sent out a newsletter, my Substack newsletter. If you guys need to please check out my Substack as well as my um, 
uh, my Substack as well as my Medium. I think I have them both in the... In fact, I'm sending out a newsletter after the show that will have my Substack where you can get a you know, catered newsletter and the, my Medium where I put all my, my, my blogs that are without advertising for those people who don't like the advertising. All right, Carl Cox says, Corporate America wanted to get rid of Carter because he wasn't doing their bidding like Reagan did. The same applies for Biden, exactly. All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, para ver, para ver, para ver, anything to, uh, para ver, para ver. Uh, hey, Paul Fleming says, ATL checking in. Thank you for being here, Paul. Love you, guy. Nanette Bird-Smith says, Tank Murdoch is a cold. <laughs> I'm not going to go there. All right, let, let me keep climbing up here. Every case, based on policy restrictions via CLEAM, has Europe had to go back to using more coal power to supplement? I don't know. There's a possibility they did. So what? I mean, let's say that, let's say they had to go back after trying to do um, clean energy, had to backslide to do a few things and come back. Of course. Uh, yeah, Vince, I, I have both Substack and Medium. You can all look at Egberto Willis on both of them, and you'll see me on both platforms. We got To get this message out, we have to be everywhere. I'm, I'm at Substack. I'm at Coffee Party. I'm, we, this is because we need to get throughput to to combat the lies, not only by those we know lie, but the misinformation that comes from the uh, that comes from the mainstream media as well, because many times they are just lazy in doing their jobs. I mean, somebody like Ali Velshi. Ali Velshi is one of my top guys in mainstream media. Also, Chris Hayes, one of the top guys here. They do their research. And Maywood says, hello all. If this is today's show, this is today's show, Maywood. It is today's show. Come on, May. It's time for you to be able to find our show, brother. All right, let's see. Uh, what else have we got here at the bottom? And Daily Coast, and Daily Coast, thank you for reminding me. I post at Daily Coast as well. And at Op-Ed News. Check out my stuff at Op-Ed News. Bridge MCP says, Egberto Willis, it's time for chatting. Yes, I, I went ahead and did that, Bridge, because you reminded me to do that. Carl Cox says, moving manufacturing overseas to pay low wages causes problems with computer chips, among other things. And you know what it does? I always said that capitalists aren't the smartest cats. They know how to work under a capitalist system, right? Because it's just a, another economic system. It's not divine. It wasn't created by God or something. It was just created by a few people who wanted to take everybody's stuff away because, or I, I shouldn't put it that way. It was just created by folks who knew that they could pill for people without a whole lot of work themselves. In other words, make other people work for them. You know, I, there's a phrase that I used to that I always hated because it just sounded so wrong. You know, people would say things like, I make my money work for me. And it sounds like they're so smart. You know, Donald Trump would say, yeah, my money works for me. And you'd always have investors talking about their money work for them. And you go to an, a, a, a financial planner, the financial planner would sit you down and you say, yes, let your money work for you. And the big lie about that whole thing, right? And this is where the immorality comes in. Nobody's money works for them. Nobody's money works for them. Whenever you invest in a company, you invest in Exxon, and you are making money because of your Exxon's investment. Please remember that oil guy that's digging that well. Please remember those suffering kids in Nigeria who are, are sucking up that oil that forms a part of your profit. Please remember... All these things. So when your money, when you talk about your money working for you, please remember that's not the case. There are other people working at a discount 
so that you can sit on your butt as your money worked for you. And look, I am guilty too. I am not playing Mr. Goody Two-Shoe here. It's our economic system. But choose words wisely. As we try to change this system to be more equitable, to be more fair, understand that the, 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 the immorality of the system proper hurts a lot of people. So when you own stocks, you are abstracting the pain of many. I own a few stocks here and there myself, okay? My thing is this. One person can't change it. But what we can all do is make a system better. It is important for you to get that concept. I am not trying to be goody two-shoe, and nobody should try to be goody two-shoe because we are all flawed. We are all a part of this system. But we can also be a part of the solution that makes this a better system, which is what we should all be trying to do. All right, continuing. And again, if I miss your stuff, folks, forgive me because we have a lot of messages and there's a whole lot that I wanted to cover today. And AVQ is abandoning us kind of early today, five minutes early. AVQ still love you. You know, you're, you're stepping away early, right? But we still love you. Still love you. Uh, Eric Hayes says, your investment has a return component, so it does work for you along with others. There, It is a combined effort as well as getting a dividend. Again, you, it, it is evident that you didn't listen to what I said, Mr. Hayes. I, I wish you, I wish you start, I wish you would blank your head of your prejudices, of your biases when listening to me as I try to do when I'm listening to others. Because you have to understand what I'm saying. I have money in a bank account. That money in a bank account gains interest. May have a couple of, uh, what you call it, stocks. If you have a couple of stocks, everything that that company does to give a profit is done in your name, but you are abstracted for it because you can just say, I own this piece of paper or I own this mutual fund or whatever, and you don't see anything that is done in order to make whatever it is that you are making. It's very important for us to be humble and understand these concepts. It is a very important. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's a lot of messages that I'm not going to be able to get to. So what I'm looking for right now, if there are people that I didn't salute yet, that I just wanted to say hi, guys, for being here, because we have a lot of people here today. Uh, I love you all. Um, but let's see. Julie Henderson says, capitalism could not exist without slavery. Julie, you hit that nail on the head. The duck that quacks says, health insurance should be controlled, limited profit. No, health. we shouldn't have to buy health insurance. We should have Medicare for all that is paid for out of our general fund. We all should be paying taxes high enough taxes that it covers every single person's walking on this land. If you go to France or you go to, to, to England or you go to Canada and you get sick, you don't, they're not going to be first saying, do you have insurance or not? You got to give us a credit card or else we can't serve you. They don't do that immoral thing in these places. And not all of them have Medicare for all. They have some permutation of it, some of them better than others. It's just a thing called humanity. It's just a thing called be humane, you know? You don't need to see it all just the bottom line. Ah, so there you, there you just, you gave the definition of abstraction right there, sir, in, in the case of financial. You don't care how it's gotten, you don't care if people had to get their heads cut off, right? 
like like in some places for some some investments like in in cobalt or whatever where somebody gets your hands cut off if they don't get enough done etc right you don't care you're making your profit right i mean it, it is amazing when i when i when we talk about the evil of the economic system the fact that it can have you disassociate humanity from your profits proves the point exactly you disassociate humanity from your profit. It proves what we're saying. Folks, I got to get out of here. It's been one hour. Uh, thank you, Bridge MCP, for your contribution. You have always been a great contributor to Politics and Right. I ask others to please follow Bridge's lead and help us continue to do what we must do. We do this. We do this because it needs to be done. I want everybody to have a mind of their own. I don't want people to just say or listen to what I have to say just for the sake of listening. I want you to fact check me. And then I want you to believe in truth and execute on truth. My name is Egberto Willies. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this, baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel. And number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.